The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to the crowd, I am the living bread which has come down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh for the life of the world. Then the Jews started arguing one with another. How can this man give us his flesh to eat, they said. Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, if you do not eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will not have life in you. Anyone who does eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I live in him. As I, who am sent by the living Father, myself draw life from the Father, so whoever eats me will draw life from me. This is the bread come down from heaven, not like the bread our ancestors ate. They are dead, but anyone who eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. John chapter 6 played a huge role in my life. I wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for a talk I heard once on this chapter in particular. It was the point of my conversion, in fact, really, my coming to the Lord, let's say. And I was about 19, I believe. And I was in college, and or university, we say. Um, I was in the university, and I um, was studying philosophy, especially comparative religion. I had not yet heard, really, that Catholics truly believe that Jesus is God. I was told in my school that um, we believe that he is like uh, Buddha, that he's like a realized man, a really holy man, very united with God. And I was, like many people of our age, uh, very confused or tempted by many different religions. I remember studying quite a bit Buddhism and Taoism, And I found them very appealing. And it was when I was being driven, I got a ride across the U.S., well, actually from San Francisco to Denver. And then I was going to be taken down to the Grand Canyon and dropped off, and I was going to hitchhike to the national parks in the U.S. And it was while we were in the car that um, the person who was driving put a cassette, and that dates me a little bit, um, 
put a cassette in the car to play, and it was a talk by a man who had just recently converted at that time. His name is Scott Hahn. And it was the first cassettes that he ever put out. And I heard his conversion story, and then his talk on the Eucharist. And it changed my very way of seeing everything. Before, I saw everything kind of in a symbolic way. Like Jesus is there as a model. He's a model for us to follow as a holy man. And we can find these kinds of models everywhere in the world. And when I heard this talk, I discovered that he is so much more than just a model. I discovered that while all of humanity is crying out for God and looking for God, reaching up for God, at least that's what I found when I study the other religions, that with Jesus Christ, God actually comes down to man. In that conference, he said that God is love. And that I knew at that time. I knew that God is love. And he said if God is infinite love, pure love, then he will want to give of himself. Not just in a symbolic way. Not just through uh, giving you wisdom. Not just by um, good stories and nice things, but he will want to give you himself, his very heart. Because that's the nature of love. Love gives. And as he is pure love, he gives completely all that he is. And... He wanted to give so much that he chose to become literally one with us, one of us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. The word became flesh means that he became a man. And that already was enormous because what I see symbolically Everywhere else in the world, here with Jesus Christ, it was a historical fact. And then, what blew me away was not just that, but this passage. This passage that we read today. For he says, I am the living bread which comes down from heaven. He who eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I shall give is my flesh for the life of the world. And once everyone is scandalized by that, how could this man give us his flesh? Many of his disciples are going to leave him because of it. Judas began to betray him because he said, how can this be? 
How could this man give us his flesh to eat? He actually continues to drive the nail into the coffin. And he says, If you do not eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will have no life in you. And he actually uses the word in Greek for chewing. He says, if you do not chew or masticate, if you do not on my flesh, he uses the one word that cannot be used for symbolic eating or spiritual eating to really drive the point home. And it blew my mind. It changed my whole concepts because it means that it wasn't enough for God, who is infinite love, to just become one with us, to become a man. The God who is infinite love wanted to give of himself to you, to you, and to you. He wanted to become one with you, with your heart. It wasn't enough for him to stay up in the heavens. He had to tear open the heavens and come down today to be one with you. Today. Not just 2,000 years ago. And then I started to think within myself, all these years, I never even knew. I started to be mad. Why didn't anyone ever tell me that? They could have at least told me, and then I could have denied. But they didn't even give me the dignity to tell me what the Catholic Church believes. And then I started to realize the mercy of God, who's come to me, his unworthy, unworthy servant. And the mercy of God who has come down to unite his heart with mine in order that in coming down, my heart might be united with him. And it once again told me I had to change everything. And so I immediately said to myself, I need to get to know what is the truth about what the Catholic Church teaches. And I went to the other side of the country to study theology and philosophy. And I called up my mom, with a lot of details that I'm skipping over, but I called up my mom and dad, and my dad, I told him, Dad, it'll cost $4,000 less. And he said, great, go. And then I told my mom, and she started crying, and she said, I had been praying that you go to that school called Steubenville for the last four years, but I never had the courage to tell you because you're so stubborn. And I thanked her. And so I wanted to share this with you because this passage is not just whatever, you know. It is a very important passage. And it means that God has loved you so much that he wants to unite his heart with you. And that when you come to receive the Eucharist, come to receive him worthily. Come to receive him with your whole heart 
And how do you come worthily? By receiving his mercy, his forgiveness, by being bathed in his blood. That God has loved you so much that he stays in a tabernacle, which blows my mind. How would God want to come down from heaven and to remain little in a little host and stay in a tabernacle in silence all week just waiting for you? Just the concept of that already is incredible. And yet he does. He loves you so much. And so come to him and give him your heart and invite him in so that your heart might be his and his heart might be yours.